The fact of the matter is, whether you've been in network marketing for years or just a few days, your family and friends have seen your opportunity and your phone is, as we call it, burnt. If you're anything like me, that's a scary thought. So the big question is, how do entrepreneurs like us, who love the network marketing profession, who no longer want to be that guy and are tired of convincing people during uncomfortable let's get coffee meetings where they say, what's this all about? How do we market in a way that aligns us with our dream clients and expands our network of upfront and transparent professionals, allowing us to get our time back, our families back, and gain a real passive asset? People like us who value impact over income, we deserve to see our visions once and for all. Join me in this podcast where we'll uncover just how to do that. My name is Eric Sablon. Welcome to Burnt Phone Marketing. And let me tell you about this guy. So if you've ever like found a guy on in, on the internet and you're like, that guy is legit. That guy is, is exactly where I want to be six, six to 18 months from now. And you just latch onto him. And then all of a sudden he like reaches out to you and you kind of get, you guys get connected. This is the guy. He was actually a promoter in the New York City nightclub scene. And two and a half years ago, converted over to creating his own agency. Since then, he was just literally two week a week ago, he was just uh, awarded the Emerging Agency Award from MiniChat, the, re- the real MiniChat, like not like this other thing, like the real MiniChat. So his chatbot marketing is on point. He is one of a, he, I've been following him for a while. He's a dog lover. He's a husband, phenomenal individual. And please, let me just welcome Danny Monzon to the show. Welcome, Danny. Hello, everybody. Hello, Eric. Thanks for having me. Appreciate that intro. Nope, no problem. No problem. Um, so let me just kind of get started. I just kind of want to kind of get started a little bit about your backstory and how you found MiniChat and how you basically how you found MiniChat and what made you shift from nightclub owner, a nightclub uh, promoter to uh, agency. Yes. So, so uh, I will try the abbreviated version of that. So uh uh, so yes, uh, I, my journey in marketing started uh, as a club promoter, uh, but little did I know that that was going to be uh, one of the fundamentals that I learned back in 1999. So um, it, uh, I, I did that for a number of years in New York City, and um, I also had a daytime job, which I, I sat in front of a computer and I did a lot of data research and I did a lot of competitive advertising uh, comparisons so that in print ads, um, so I was exposed to both the traditional marketing with, uh, copywriters that got your attention with, um, you know, headlines that, um, got you to, you know, to respond right away, uh, about an ad or other brands who did it, you know, to just install their sentiment inside of, uh, inside of, uh, your mind as a consumer. So I learned those things very early in the game. Um, but I didn't know how to describe them as I just did to you just now. I just kind of, you know, uh, sat through a, a routine of things and uh, I never stepped foot in a university for marketing per se. So that was my early beginnings, you know, in marketing. Uh, I had the combination of the traditional marketing, data, interpreting, um, et cetera. And then in the nighttime, 
I was the club promoter. I was the guerrilla marketer, right? I was passing around flyers that people didn't like what I was offering. I was spamming people. Like literally I was shoving my flyers in their face in Times Square. And um, I was offended when they would read my flyer and they would throw it away. Right. And I'm like, oh man, that hurt. Like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, and I would get paid not by the hours that I would, you know, spend, you know, giving out flyers, but by the amount of people that come back and mention my name as a promoter. Danny Nice was my guest list name, was my promoter's name. So if they didn't see my flyer and they, uh, that I carefully put together and put labels with my, you know, promoter's name and they threw it away, I, learned not to do that anymore hello right i was wasting time and money so in fact i was learning not to spam people and then i started what i did was i started scanning my invitations this was back in 1999 i was scanning my invitations and i was posting them in there was no facebook there was barely no uh myspace back then it was uh, forums like clubplanet.com nightclubcity.com cooljunkie.com where people just went there to see what was going on. It was the club scene. It was the party people, right? So that's when the invitations started to catch on and people started, you know, coming to my parties or going to, to you know, uh, to the parties uh, at the clubs where I promoted, you know, some of the biggest DJs back then. So things started to to happen. And uh, so that's the early beginnings, right? I, I passed through the network marketing uh, phase as well. So I asked you earlier if you're, uh, audience were network marketers, and in fact, if uh, if you are in network marketing, I salute you. I was, you know, I passed by there, and uh, you know, it's a path, you know, that is uh, misunderstood. But I'm an advocate for the industry. I am not an active member of any opportunity, uh, or I'm looking for one. But I I respect that, and I learned another phase of marketing, right? I learned another phase of uh, of leadership as well because. You and I both know that uh, network marketing revolves around leadership and building teams and uh, and, and creating other leaders, right? So so I know I learned those fundamentals, but I got bored of just promoting one line of products or 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 one service per se, right? Uh, and uh, I also I I wanted to do more things, and uh, the more I learned that other people were doing things in in the digital space. I wanted to then become a freelancer, right? I knew some skills. I was learning some SEO. I was, you know, ranking some videos. Um, and then I connected with, this was now me in Florida. I connected with uh, some um, agencies here who had been here way longer than me, who are, you know, um, seven-figure agencies. And uh, I just started doing some work for them. Right. And, uh, you know, things uh, started to happen. So I, I you know, I, I was careful with the, with the things that I've done. I uh, I was not doing automation just yet, but I was doing uh, I was doing top of the line work as I like to perform. And, you know, things that I don't know how to do, I just don't do it because I'm not good at it. The things that I just uh, learned to do well, I just, you know, and, and with love and with heart, that's where I was at. So people appreciated that. And then the the, the automation Part came about. So 2017, I started um, building chatbots with this first chatbot platform that I got to know and that I am still a, a part of, which is ManyChat. And um, uh, the, 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 there is another uh, phase of, 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 my, of my journey. You know, it was then after that that I founded 
DM Digital, right? Which uh, now has uh, a more um, orientation where, where it's going than two, three years ago, right? So uh, now we are carving a piece of that market and teaching other brands on the importance of chat automation. Before chat automation, just the importance of chat, right? Just the importance of that conversational channel, right? So before, let's just leave automation for a second and just the importance of conversation because that's one of the fundamentals that will never change, right? Uh, attention, then conversation, right? So when we find a way to educate brands to conversate with their brands in a manner that is personalized, that is relevant and is timely, then your brands become human and we're able to humanize brands with these chatbots if done properly, as you know, uh, could yield magnificent results for uh, brands uh, anywhere from e-commerce, uh, from the e-commerce space to mom and pop shops. So that was kind of the abbreviated version. Yeah, that is, that, that's an amazing, amazing story. Guys, how many of you guys can relate to like the guy on the, trying to get you, like I used to go to Vegas all the time and it'd be like the guy that would try to get you to go, um, Get the get the little nightclub sticker like oh here's it is here it is here it is and crazy crazy that you were doing that but yesterday i did an interview and i was talking to the ceo of, of our company and he talked about learning and progressing from the different areas of our life and you literally learned i mean you took your you took what you had that you were giving out which was one to one you scan the documents and you put it on a platform and went one to many. I mean, that's innovating what you were doing. And as you started to build that and build that and start to understand the marketing messages so much better, it was like, it, it just seemed to expand. And then, you know, mini chat came along. So one thing that I want to ask is everybody in network marketing, I'm hashtag yes. If everyone in network marketing thinks that they need a chat bot, because every time I get on a phone call or a Zoom or anything, everyone says, I need a chat bot, I need a chat bot, I need a chat bot, I need a chat bot. That's all we get. So um, can you kind of tell me in your own words, you use something called humanizing your brand. And I want I want you to kind of to, to give your perspective on the network marketer humanizing their brand or their movement via chatbot? You know, so that's a great question, Eric. You know, through my journey in, in the industry, what I learned is that um, there's a lot of great products out there, top of the line. There's a lot of great uh, compensation plans that are, you know, changing people's lives. Um, but at the end of the day, companies come and go, right? Um, but, and you are your own personal brand, right? So if you, if you build on your personal brand, you know, you have that, uh, the ability to, you know, to attract people, right? You, uh, you know, more than anything, network marketing is about leadership, right? So we know that if we put all our eggs in one CEO or all, eggs in one upline leader who might not be there in two three years you know uh when the company gets uh um acquired by a bigger company then then uh then you know that um wherever you go there you are 
So basically, companies come and go, brand yourself, right? So brand yourself in a manner that uh, it's, uh, it's uh, congruent with your own brand and persona, right? Not with the brand's logo, per se. That would be out of compliance, by the way, by, you know, with some companies. Uh, but with a, and, and also it's restrictive, right? If you're going to use the company's uh, um, uh, voice or the company's logo in your, in, your, in your social, depending on which company you're talking about, you know, you, you are restricted also um, on what, what you can say. So when you brand yourself and then on the back end, you promote you know, what you believe in, right? Promote what, uh, you know, what, what your why is, right? A lot of people is not going to join you because of the product, but what, because of your mission. We've heard this from stages, you know. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a branding fundamental, right? So when you use chatbots to enhance and amplify your brand in your own voice, you know, then you're humanizing yourself, right? And let's uh, let's let's have this um, this myth clear. Uh, so bots, all bots are not created equal, right? So a lot of people are, uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, yes, we're all for equality, but we're talking about you know digital creations that uh, some of them are 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 not made for your liking some of them are not made for network marketing you have to find you know that team that's going to craft you a relevant chatbot that it adheres to uh to compliance that it adheres to what facebook allows you to say and what they don't want you to say um so uh it takes it takes um more than hey i want a chatbot but uh you know what do you want it to perform in essence uh have a strategy because as we all know in marketing, uh, strategy before tactics, right? When you form a strategy, then you start uh, putting the tactics and how you're going to get there, right? We want more recruits. We want more sales for our product. We wanna, you know, but how, then it's how, the how to, right? So uh, think about how, first of all, how, how you wanna amplify your voice, as a person, as a personal brand, and how you know how you're going to strategize that uh, point A to F. It doesn't have to be A to Z, perhaps, but just enhance that process, that conversation, and then build from there. That is a great. I I love strategy over tact. Strategy before tactics. And, you know, everyone listening right now, I just want you guys to think about that because a lot of times you just want the end, you just want the, the, the tactic. You just want like, all right, tell me what's going to convert. Tell me what's going to do this. Tell me what's going to do that. But there's no long-term strategy and there's no strategy to win. You know, it's not a flash in the pan. Your marketing in network marketing, your marketing, your branding yourself is not a flash in the pan. It's, it's a long-term thing that you're building. So... Yeah, that that is huge. So I want to get in kind of the brass tacks because um, I know a lot of everybody's on here for like brass tacks, but we don't have to go deep into it. But like when someone comes to you at DM and they come to you and they say, you know what? I want a chat bot to do this. Like what are some of your interview questions? What are some of the things that you like? 
the gates that you put them through, because I'm going to, I'm going to use these also, the gates that you put them through to get them from wanting a chatbot to understanding a chatbot to marketing the chatbot. That is, uh, and that's uh, that's probably a, a, an answer that will come in in, in three phases as well. So, <laughs> right. uh, no, and that's a, that's a great question because um, you know, and I love these types of question because uh, you know I, I saw your 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 outline, but uh, this is you know this is unrehearsed, unfiltered stuff that uh, I, I I love I love um, uh, you know being able to answer some things like this. So. When people come to DM Digital, they don't necessarily ask for a chatbot. I, I wish that was the case. Um, uh, in, as, as as you know, we we talk the same language, right? So we can talk about click through rates and ROI and uh, cost per acquisition and that sort of thing. But uh, for instance, for local brick and mortar businesses if we are talking this lingo they would not understand what we're saying and they would reject us uh just as soon as we you know open the door so uh so we've learned to to position our solutions right our our automation build outs as uh, just that solutions right so when people normally want to schedule a conversation with us uh we in fact are learning how to how to filter those conversations, right? Uh, especially now we've been getting a lot of um, inbound attention. And uh, so we're learning, okay, uh, who are uh, the people who I can uh, contribute to and who are the people who um, are actually paying me for my attention uh, right away. So so one of the things that we're using to filter or uh, one of the tools, if you uh, are a tool guy like me is JotForm. So JotForm and Typeform are some of the tools that we're using in order to provide people with a questionnaire. This questionnaire includes questions uh, like, who's your competitor, mm. right? Uh, usually, you know, it's not just the usual, you know, of course, your know, contact information or whatever, but they probably just left that in many chat already. Uh, but when they, get, when they get to scheduling a conversation, they get a, a questionnaire that includes also things like, um, what was your best month in sales last year and why do you think you got there? So it's a, you know, it's a, it's a converse, it's a, it's a, maybe a conversational question. I would like to uh, call it that way because that in fact tells me, uh, you know, uh, I normally would not uh, get the attention of a, of a, of a company who's just starting, right? Uh, maybe Jenny, you know, my wife, she would, uh, but myself, I probably, you know, would not. So one of the things that allows me to, you know, to filter those conversations and who I can um, delegate it to is, you know, our questions like that, instead of saying, you know, um, how much was your revenue last year? You know, what was your best month? And how do you think you got there? That gives me also a reason, you know, why, why I want to talk to them, because some people, some people's answer are quite um revealing right mm -hmm. and uh you know most of the times i come into the, into the game when there's some sort of fire going on so i come into the game and i just pour gasoline on that fire you know to sort of speak i'm not an arsonistic people or any person <laughs> or anything i just uh, uh figure a speech to you know to jumpstart results so <laughs> digitally so uh 
Uh, I wish we had that um, Gasolina uh, song Emoji? right now. Emoji? <laughs> 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 the, the Daddy Yankee. Uh, um, I, I just love music. I love incorporating, you know, music to my stuff. Anyway, so, <laughs> so, uh, so, so that is questions like that, you know, are, are allow us to to understand where where they are as a brand and uh, and uh, for instance, how are you getting the attention of of your customers right now, right? See, do you have a CRM, right? Do you have a list, right? So things like that allow me to to kind of gauge and prepare for that conversation, right? So uh, there are other folks that uh, are just getting started and. Um, you know they they are not ready for 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 the situations that we we uh, we provide so we sometimes we just hand it over to uh to uh, another one of of the professionals in our network who who is at that um you know who who can take it right right that's a great answer i like that because um I, like again we were doing an interview yesterday and he says you know if we can't serve them correctly then we can turn them over. But as long as they're inside the circle, inside the network, like that's one yeah. thing that's really cool about like digital, the digital marketing space, the network marketing space is that we're all connectors and we just want to connect people. If we can't serve you to the utmost, you know, the way that we feel that maybe you're not the right customer, maybe you're not the right avatar. We just kind of shift you and push you to someone that is going to meet you where you are now. That's right. Yes. So the second question was like, how do you def how do you like help them understand their vision of their chatbot? How do you so okay? They became a client. Um, you pour gasoline on it. They got some amazing results in their kind of their brick and mortar, the way that they're doing it. Um, and then you send them automation. You say maybe we should look at some automation, or you know, it's something that you put in the suite. Um, how do you explain to them, like the goals and the vision of a real, of a real, you know? I love what you put in this. I love. Uh, I'm, I'm going to actually get your exact words. Smart automation system design. How do you like explain to them, and like talk about smart? automation system design yes and and, and that is uh, another great question so most times business owners in the brick and mortar space um, they don't necessarily understand or have implemented uh, automation at a higher level um, other than maybe having a, a POS maybe for restaurants or spas or you know in the hospitality you know, they, they have certain systems and processes, but um, when we bring a uh, a tool on automation, you know, we 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 call it that. We call it a tool, right? So initially, some of these tools, right, uh, are best demonstrated in person. You know, what do you know? So, because we live in a digital space, one of the things that have shown results, at least for me personal personally in for my agency is the personal touch, right? So, um, and, and, and we still can have the personal touch through, through video in these times of recent closures. However, pre-closures, I would try to 
demonstrate a simple chatbot to a decision maker in a, inside of a restaurant, for instance, right? So that person would have a personal experience with it. And I'm not trying to convince someone. I'm not trying to um, ask someone to click on a link and let me know what they think once they click on a link and just wait around, right? I took it to the streets, so to speak, right? I took back that that I learned, um, you know, in my in my journey, and I took it to them, right? I knew what I had, and I was like, wow, I know that this is basic. I know that it's not A to Z, perhaps, right? But all I need to do is to show it to someone for them to understand it, because I was doing it wrong. Just like in network marketing, my approach was wrong at the beginning. Just like in digital, my approach was wrong at the beginning. Then you start to craft this and just like, oh, you know, restaurant owners, brick and mortar, mom and pop shops, they don't care about automation and geofence notifications and all this jazz. They care about how to save more time and how to make more money. That's all. How to move more product, right? So when you offer something that um, they are, they already know they need, and then you just hand it to them, you know, in a silver platter, so to speak, whether it is through a Zoom to get their reaction if they need to click on a link or you take it, you know, to someone who is just reopening their establishment, right? Maybe it could be a barbershop, maybe it could be a, um, you know, a hospitality uh, a person, a small business. So when you show what chat automation can do for someone else, it's not you convincing someone uh, if you do it well and you, knew it and you do it enough times and you craft your approach, then you're gonna see that people are gonna sell themselves, literally, because here's the thing, if you understand chat marketing, you know where this is going, you know that if they don't take you up on that offer, someone else will take you up on that offer and it might be their competitors. So if you are understanding the marketplace right now and you're able to then position your digital creation as a solution. Are you tired of those lame Facebook groups that provide no value? Well, our Facebook group is awesome. Go to unlockthefbgroup.com and get access to our Facebook group where you will be able to find interviews of top network marketers and Q&As where you can jump in and talk to them live. We also have massive training. We provide a bunch of free tools. So jump into that group. Again, that's unlockthefbgroup.com. We'll ask you a few questions in mini chat because that's what we do. And make sure that you're not a spammer and get you into the group right away. So again, go to unlock the fbgroup.com and don't be a spammer.